This will likely go down as the most subdued and, let's just be honest, boring St. Patrick's Day ever. Hello, lads and laddies. I'm John Rawl. Kiss me. I'm not Irish. Perhaps you are. Welcome into the Tuesday Y'all Show. Yes, it is March 17. Do you have your green on? Are you tired of hearing about COVID-19? Well, we have some information to pass along. The numbers keep going up on that. We'll get to that. Also, totally thinking outside of COVID, we've, we've got some other stories to pass along in our headlines today. Some tragedy. There was a law enforcement officer in Arkansas who was gunned down in the line of duty the other day. And we'll let you know about that, the funeral this week. Also, a judge in Mississippi was shot leaving the courthouse on Monday in Meridian, Mississippi. We'll let you know about that developing situation from Lauderdale County. Also, a tragedy there in North Carolina with about six people being gunned down in a murder-suicide there. And another tragedy in the South, a report. Even though coronavirus is on our mind, we still have tragedies coming in of all sorts, sadly, here in this part of the country. We also have on today's Y'all Show, in addition to the headlines of the news headlines, we have the political headlines. Believe it or not, it's a primary day in Florida. And although they didn't follow the lead of Ohio, or at least as far as I know, they may have canceled it the last moment in the Sunshine State, but it looks like Floridians going to the polls today in the presidential primary. And we'll let you know how that's going to stack up here today. We also have courtesy of CNN. They had their debate Sunday night between Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. We'll play a little audio of that, a debate that had no studio audience there between the Democratic frontrunners. And we'll share some of that audio from the CNN Telemundo debate. Also, later this hour, in addition to talking about news and politics, we've got some fun that we'll pass along, courtesy of y'all.com. And we've got to be thinking about things outside of the coronavirus to keep our minds sort of straight and and help us, you know, not go stir crazy here. And thanks to y'all.com, Clark Shelton, the editor there, has a great article that we're going to share with you. What to plant in March and April. There's no no reason at all, if you got the seeds somewhere in your property, you can't go out right now, even if you're trying to stay away from people, and plant something in your garden that will spring up here in a couple of weeks or months. So we'll tell you what to plant this month into April, all that courtesy of y'all.com. Plus, we have some other great stories that we'll tease you about that's currently up at the Ultimate Guide to the South y'all.com that's coming your way later this hour when we get to hour two of this the y'all show talk with a southern accent with your host john rawl we've got a look back at some of the sports lanyap stories we've got some cancellations because of covid19 the kentucky derby postponed till at least labor day nascar postponed for several weeks we'll let you know about that also we've got some news on the college football college basketball front a firing in the southern conference the sanford bulldogs are going to go in a different direction there in homewood outside of birmingham we'll let you know about that also we've got in the second hour of today's y'all show matt hermans our college baseball barrister he's going to come on and talk about the sudden pause to this year's college baseball season we know for a fact there will be no omaha this year because of the virus 
but there's still a very small chance there may be some college baseball played if this thing clears up in the very near future matt Herman's our barrister will talk about that and then our barrister is going to take off his baseball hat and put on his barbecue hat and because of the covid virus the covid 19 and coronavirus taking over and people going to the grocery stores and the dollar generals of the world buying up everything we'll have a discussion about that with the barrister what can we make that would be coronavirus friendly something that maybe it, it's not something we would normally eat but if you are in a pinch it'll do and he'll give us some other tips because we don't need to be having a big feast here this time there there's the real possibility if this thing gets worse that we're going to have to cut back y'all and the barrister of bodacious barbecue will help us understand all that all that is part of our conversation with matt Herman's coming up in hour two our number 803-816-1170 That is a text line. That is a number you can call or leave a text at your leisure 24-7-803-816-1170. If there's something you want to tell us that's going on because of the coronavirus, we welcome your input. We welcome any kind of question, comment, suggestion, criticism. It's all right there in our 24-7 hotline, 803-816-1170. Our website, y'all.com, we've got a link right there where you can email us. And you can email us in case you don't find that link at y'allshow at y'all.com. Our website is y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the South, Y-A-L-L.com. We've got a lot of stuff being added to y'all.com, and we're going to have more video stuff. We've got some great video interviews. In fact, today, our conversation with Matt Herman's all video interviews, all at y'all.com, also at the Y'all Show YouTube page. We're doing our part to get you through the madness of the coronavirus and as part of that we make a pledge we will tell you what you need to know but we're not going to spend two hours talking about covid19 aka the coronavirus you don't need to be focused on this thing 24 7 you're probably tired of hearing about it you're likely doing your part and i tried to memorize maybe you've done it if you go to google they had the take five challenge and i clicked on that thing and there's five things you got to do, according to them. And, and I haven't looked at it in about eight hours. So let me see if I've got it memorized here. Maybe you know what I'm talking about. You've got it memorized. The five things, okay? Number one is you need to wash your hands a lot each day. That's one of the five things to help stop this coronavirus in its tracks or slow it down dramatically where we're not the next Italy. Wash your hands. If you have to sneeze or cough, cough into your elbow area. That's number two little pointer, thanks to the website Google.com and also the Centers for Disease Control helping out with this. So wash your hands, sneeze into your elbow. The next thing is to, I think it's, again, I'm going off the top of my head here, is don't touch your face. That seems a little bit hard to do, but don't touch your mouth and face is the recommendation okay and then the next one is if you're feeling sick then stay home i think that was one of them and then this one one more i got to think of real quick before i totally look like an idiot here there's one more the do the five is what this is called so don't touch your face and if you feel sick stay home i forgot your feet and in terms of feet the 
directive there from the World Health Organization and Google and the public service announcement from this organization is to stay more than three feet apart. So it's hands, elbows, face, feet, feel. All together now. Hands, elbow, face, feet, feel. Wash your hands. Cough into your elbow. Don't touch your face. Stay more than three feet apart. And if you feel sick, stay home. Also consult a physician or call your your physician's office. A lot of times you deal with nurse practitioners. But those are the, the steps. The easy steps here is, as according to the White House on Monday, they had the big press conference and they're asking people to make a huge, huge effort over these next 15 days as we're trying to get that curve not to be so drastic. We're trying to reduce the curve to be more of a bump than a, a big spike. Now, let me give you, as we start our headlines across the Southeast, the latest as of Monday evening from the coronavirus cases around the country. As right now, we know that the U.S. is being hit pretty hard. More than 4,500 confirmed cases across the country of COVID-19. Now, the states, the leading states for it, New York State has now eclipsed Washington State with 967 cases, right around 1,000 cases in the Empire State. Washington State with 904, California 557, Massachusetts 197, New Jersey 178, Colorado, a little odd there, Colorado's got 160 confirmed COVID cases. And in the South, Florida leads the way in the Sunshine State with 160 confirmed cases of the coronavirus. Other southern states trailing just below Florida's number is Louisiana, the Pelican State, with 136 confirmed COVID-19 cases thus far. Georgia's got 121 cases. Remember last week we were telling you about how Georgia just had its, I think, first or second case diagnosed there, and that number's already jumped up to 121 in just a couple of days. Texas, 85 coronavirus cases in that state tennessee has 52 cases last week it was only i think three cases in the entire state of tennessee now that state had with 52 confirmed cases 51 in virginia maryland has 42 cases north carolina 39 cases these numbers as of late monday evening by the way south carolina has seen a spike up to 33 cases they also had their first confirmed death in the columbia area on monday from covid and alabama that number now has eclipsed mississippi alabama with 29 cases of the coronavirus for a long time alabama didn't have any and now they've got 29 in the state of alabama arkansas with 22 our nation's capital dc with 22 cases the commonwealth of kentucky with 21 confirmed coronavirus cases the state of mississippi now has 13 cases the state of oklahoma at 10 the state of Missouri has six cases, and that is all those southern states. We got to give a big shout out to West Virginia. As of last night, West Virginia, the only U.S. state without a confirmed COVID-19 case. An amazing feat there in the mountain state, and hopefully that number stays at zero and our other states go way, way down. It's a, a scary time, of course, with all these confirmed cases now. Again, if you total up our entire country, more than 4,500 confirmed cases thus far of coronavirus. And we'll kind of keep you posted here as we go forward with all these developments. But again, as I said at the start of the show, we can't just sit here and have a total two-hour coronavirus 
marathon we've got other things we got to cover to get your mind off of it we got to we got to keep going on as a society and we're going to do that here on the y'all show now one good thing that we can tell you as a result of the coronavirus outbreak as monday it was announced that researchers gave the first shots and a first test of what's called an experimental coronavirus vaccine and that leads off a worldwide hunt for protection even as the pandemic continues to surge as careful jabs in the arms of four healthy volunteers happened on monday and this happened at the kaiser permeante washington research institute in seattle and they hope to have this virus to help uh, potentially stop the covid19 this vaccine will help do that if it is indeed successful as kaiser permeante put a statement out said we're team coronavirus now everyone wants to do what they can in this emergency and we wish them all the best on that it's still going to be quite some time before there is a vaccine if we even come up with one we sure hope we do and a potential clinical trial for this potential vaccine now going on in the state of washington and more to come on that hopefully more good news to come from that because of the uptick of demand of people needing to go to their local pharmacy their local grocery store their local walmart the local dollar general and more also people going to amazon.com with their amazon prime membership hoping to get things the standard things they need every day filled they're going to amazon for that well guess what there's a shortage amazon said this weekend that a surge of orders is putting its operations under pressure and now they're hoping to hire 100,000 people to help keep up with demand last week amazon tweaked to its time off policy for hourly workers telling them they could take as much time off as they wanted in march although they would only be paid if they earned time off and now that i'm not sure that's the best best story this is again a company based out of seattle which has been almost like ground zero for the coronavirus the company said the new openings are for a mix of full-time and part-time positions and those positions include delivery drivers and warehouse workers Amazon is already the second largest U.S.-based employer behind Walmart with nearly 800,000 workers worldwide. And now Amazon hoping to hire 100,000 people to get through the orders that they're receiving. This is total speculation on my part here. But if we get to a point here pretty soon of people enforcing us, all of us, to stay indoors, for example, and not go out, we're not prepared for that as a society we aren't sort of have we don't have the goods in our homes to last for more than a handful of days and you're going to see the amazons of the world those numbers continue to go dramatically up with their orders and they can't possibly fulfill those orders and some of those orders are going to be for products people really need to have and so don't be surprised if you don't see amazon on their own and or being forced to if you put in an order at amazon that's not life or death let's say you ordered some clothing or a video game that amazon will automatically make that a lower priority for delivery and they're making food items and medical items priority number one and those would be the ones that come to you within the day to two day delivery time that special golf shirt or dress you might have bought might just get to you a couple extra days later don't be surprised if that hasn't already happened or is about to happen and also thought about this this isn't just amazon but for your ups drivers and your fedex drivers you know they're also getting inundated with orders right now they were already inundated 
my gosh, people order dog food uh, online these days. And so these drivers have to go off and do those kind of deliveries. And now you got the coronavirus where they're ordering Lord knows what, including toilet paper. And I'm, I'm not so sure we're not going to get to a point where we may just have to call up the National Guard specifically to help with deliveries of products and hopefully more important deliveries instead of dog food and again that special blouse you might order we need to get you your items you need for your newborn for example the nutritional needs for all of your family that that hopefully won't happen but those are the kind of things here in a pandemic that you will be seeing happen a little bit different and in that kind of spirit of things being a little bit different Goodlettsville, Tennessee-based Dollar General just announced that they're going to dedicate the first hour that they open up each day to senior shoppers. And that started today as Dollar General is asking non-senior customers to avoid shopping at their local Dollar General stores in that first hour after stores open so that the seniors who are not seniors, of course, who are more at risk from the COVID-19 coronavirus can avoid shopping while stores are busy, busy, busy. In a statement, Todd Vasos, Dollar General CEO, said, In keeping with our mission and our ongoing commitment to serve our communities, we are dedicating that first hour of each day to seniors. We appreciate our customers' understanding of our decision and request they visit our stores later in the morning to allow at-risk populations the ability to purchase the items they need at affordable prices. And I was just at my local Dollar General monday evening and you know what i found well i was actually on a mission i had been in my town the night before grocery shopping and i found most everything i needed i couldn't find bread and on monday night i went to a dollar general in my town and i did not see bread the whole bread aisle was cleared out so i go to another dollar general actually one closer to my house and i found bread i found good bread i found bread that was the great bread that's going to be a little bit more nutritious for me and they also had toilet paper at this dollar general in fact the the gentleman in front of me oh he was one of these guys that president trump would like to have a little word with because he had four giant cases of the dollar it only cost a dollar for six rolls of toilet paper so he spent about four dollars and seventy cents buying four big cases of toilet paper. That's twenty-four rolls of toilet paper by this nincompoop. <laughs> and nobody needs to buy twenty-four cases of toilet paper, even if it is the one ply like this guy was getting. And that's why we're some of us are losing our mind and doing dumb things. I bought bread because bread has to be bought every seven to ten days. And the last time I bought bread was about seven to 10 days ago. And I want me a good peanut butter sandwich at some point in the future. And so I, I'm just trying to be a normal guy getting me one loaf of bread. And luckily this one, this dollar general came through for me with that. And I also bought some chips. I don't often buy potato chips, but I got some cause they had a good two for the price, uh, two for $5. And it was an, I think a Lay's brand potato chip they got on sale at dollar general these days. So not necessarily the smartest decision although these were more of a low-fat option uh after this coronavirus thing and we'll talk about food and coronavirus in hour two with matt Herman's our barbecue barrister we all might be adjusting our diet to some degree but good good on you dollar general 
for doing just that. Also, keeping it in Tennessee for our next story, also related to coronavirus. On Monday's show, I was telling you about the story of the two brothers out of the Chattanooga area who had bought up all kinds of hand sanitizer with the intent to resell the goods at marked up prices. And the two brothers, Matt and Noah Colvin, they were being bashed by me and a lot of people because of their greedy gesture of stockpiling 18,000 bottles of hand sanitizer just as this coronavirus outbreak happened. Well, apologies, fellas. These two good Tennessee volunteers are now going to donate their entire stash of 18,000 bottles of sanitizer. After widespread fury, it, it erupted after they were chronicled in the media for what they were doing, buying 18,000 bottles of hand sanitizer. And now they're helping out with donations of these hand sanitizers. They're helping volunteers from a local church place two-thirds of the supply onto a truck destined to deliver to portions of Tennessee and other parts of the South. So in the end, these guys out of the Chattanooga area, the Colvin brothers, Matt and Noah, go from goat to hero because of their decision to donate 18,000 bottles of hand sanitizer. Way to go. You deserve a very special y'all award, a great Southerner award. They had sold some of these sanitizers online between $8 and $70 each, a lot of several times higher than what they actually paid for them at local stores. But then Amazon and eBay suspended their accounts because they were gouging. I guess this might be a smart way to go keep them going to jail, the Colvin brothers, but a very good decision and a and a good gesture. We're we're wishing them all the best with their with their effort to donate these hand sanitizers. Now, also following up from another story we told you about on Monday, this is a story coming out of the New Orleans area. As I told you about, a Kenner, Louisiana-based lawyer there had come down as he had been tested positive for the coronavirus. Mark Freelo was his name, and we actually have an update. His wife. Heaven Freelow said her husband, Mark, who is a construction litigator who didn't have serious health problems before his diagnosis with COVID-19 last week, he's now been taken off a drug and his movements seem to be getting a little bit back to normal. And it looks like that the paralytic drug that he was on and, and the ventilator, it looks like might be coming off. And that's wonderful news for this guy who I think is 45 years old, Mark Freelow. So a dramatic improvement in one day for this Louisiana lawyer. Louisiana, as we said earlier, hit pretty hard by the coronavirus as the Pelican State has a total as of Monday evening of 136 cases confirmed of the coronavirus. And here's one guy that looks like he's improving and maybe will be out of the hospital. He was really, really in a critical state. But according to his wife, a lot of improvement for Mr. Freelo there. And that's a great story. We hope all of our coronavirus cases are as as a, end up being as good of a story as that could be, as, as it sounds like it's on the right path. We hope most of our cases are very, very minor. This was a major case. This guy looks like could be out of the hospital soon. We, we sure hope that. Now, moving away from coronavirus stories here on today's Y'all Show, a company from China has abandoned its plan to build a massive paper mill in southwestern Arkansas. They were going to build this in Arkadelphia, which is about 60 miles southwest of Little Rock. And now that decision by this Chinese company to abandon their plan to build this massive paper mill 
and it was all because of trade tensions as governor asia hutcherson and economic development officials said that this move would not go forward with the plan to build this plant there the company cited continued political friction and economic instability and the coronavirus outbreak as reasons for walking away from the project so governor hutchinson not exactly happy again this is a plant that would have brought in a 1.8 billion dollar investment into arkadelphia arkansas and now the chinese company that was going to build this paper mill there abandoning abandoning their plan there and that's a tough tough blow there to the natural state a developing story from meridian mississippi and this is a story that hard to relate to us we wish this judge all the best but on monday outside a courthouse in meridian chancery judge charlie smith was shot in the parking lot outside the lauderdale county courthouse in downtown meridian he was getting out of his truck to go inside the courthouse when gunfire erupted and he was shot in the abdomen and we wish him all the best this judge was taken to a nearby hospital in critical condition and police believe one shot was fired this is a developing story out of meridian mississippi but this chancery judge critically wounded in meridian mississippi on monday and our thoughts go to him and his family in this again developing story one story that happened last week that we weren't able to cover since we were kind of on a semi-hiatus for two days is the death of a hot springs arkansas police officer first class officer brent shrimshire was killed in the line of duty and now capital murder charges have been filed against a hot springs area man and a woman from that area too for his shooting death as Kayvon Moshan Daking Ward, a 21-year-old, the alleged shooter, he's in a local hospital being treated and charged with capital murder with a felony firearm enhancement punishable by life in prison or death. Also charged 20-year-old Coriama Hernandez, and she's out of the Hot Springs area too. She was booked, again, as a, I think an accessory here, held on a 48-hour hold, charged as an accomplice to capital murder as these two again part of this shooting of this hot springs police officer last week as the officer was shot on i think tuesday of last week as he was conducting shrimpshire was conducting a routine traffic stop of a red nissan xterra in the 100 block of kenwood street in hot springs after noting the vehicle failed to stop at a stop sign and he made contact with the driver and then he was shot and killed in the line of duty a very sad story in his funeral here this week in the state of arkansas but our thoughts to the the fallen police officer killed in the line of duty last week we remember the life of hot springs arkansas police officer first class brent shrimshire monday in north carolina in the town of pittsburgh a 66 year old man fatally shot six relatives and then killed himself the shooting happened and actually happened late Sunday in the Moncure area of Chatham County near Pittsburgh, North Carolina. And evidence indicates that Larry Don Ray shot and killed six others before turning the gun on himself. Ray was found among the dead. And there's the investigation still trying to find out a motive. The sheriff's office there in Chatham County, North Carolina, described the area as a quiet, close-knit community where violence is out of the norm. This area is about 30 miles southwest of Raleigh. The victims age, ranges age from 67 to 93 years old. Also, one person killed is, was 39 years old. 
And again, this is a murder-suicide. Six relatives and then the man himself taking his own life in North Carolina Sunday into Monday. Just a a very unfortunate story to pass along. Also, another unfortunate story to pass along. This comes from the state of Missouri. A man ran, fired randomly into a vehicle several times while driving through Springfield, Missouri, before eventually crashing into a convenience store where he walked inside, opened fire, and killed five people. And this happened Monday in Springfield, Missouri. The dead from this shooting include a store employee and two men who were in the store, a second officer injured uh, of the Springfield Police Department. The gunman's motives remain unclear, according to Springfield, Missouri Police Chief Paul Williams. Williams said police received reports of multiple shooting calls throughout Springfield, and this happened late Sunday, starting in the south of the city, moving north through the city's east side. Officers were responding to those calls. Witness reported a vehicle that crashed into this KUM and company gas station, and the gunman walked inside and began shooting customers and employees. Just a horrible thing there. Officer Christopher Walsh of the Springfield, Missouri Police Department was shot and killed as he tried to rescue a victim, and he was with the Springfield Police for three and a half years and was an Army veteran. Walsh, who was from Springfield, survived by a wife and daughter. So police officer killed and others in Springfield, Missouri, and the gunman also killed in this shooting Sunday night in a, a very quiet, lovely town there, home of Bass Pro Shop, Springfield, Missouri. Well, the coronavirus certainly is on our minds, and we we certainly aren't trying to take it for granted how serious this is. But a lot of us, we've been, in, in some cases, staged up for a couple of days. We were ready to do something different. Do you know what just might be the remedy that we need? Something that we can get out of the house and go do as a family and could make a comeback here for the next month, especially if you've got one of these in your town? Do you know what just might be the new it thing? Drive-in theaters. Oh, yes. On Monday, Memphis-based Malco announced that they're expanding their summer drive-in to be open now seven days a week. Yes, a drive-in theater here in the month of March open seven days a week. Most films are double features and children younger than 10 can actually watch for free And again, if you go to a drive-in theater, you can stay in your car. I guess you can even have popcorn and drinks brought out to your car. And for those of you who have a little bit of uh, cabin fever, and if if it hadn't hit you yet, it will, maybe you can make plans to go to your local drive-in theater. And chances are, not just at Malco and Memphis, but all over the South, you're going to see drive-in theaters expand their hours and give people something to do, for goodness sakes, and, and be together and get out of the house and have a good time instead of just sitting at home watching binge watching and, and streaming thanks to disney plus adding to a couple of the movies that weren't supposed to come out for a while but a drive-in theater it could be the new it thing because of the coronavirus outbreak who would have ever guessed that well we have more y'all political talk to get to when we come back it's a look at the southern political report we've got a primary going on on this day in the state of florida That, plus the other news of the political spectrum, all that's coming up next. Here are three things about Vistaprint business cards. Which do you think is true? One, our business cards are now edible. Two, our business cards now come with sound effects. Three, our business cards now ship for free. 
Yep, it's three. All Vistaprint business cards now ship free, and that goes for any style and quantity. You pick the style, the shape, and the paper. The result is a card you're proud to hand out. So visit Vistaprint.com for free shipping on all business cards in any style and any quantity. Just use promo code 1000. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1000. on y'all and it's primary day unless they've all of a sudden decided to postpone it in the state of florida today yes this is the y'all show this is our southern political report and there's supposed to be a total of four presidential primaries going on today on monday it actually got postponed in the state of ohio after a judge turned down a request to delay the state's election over the coronavirus outbreak it ended up being a decision by health officials to delay ohio's primary until june now at least as of right now it looks like all systems go in the states of illinois arizona and right here in the south florida with the primary going on today now keep in mind florida's got uh, several i think almost 200 cases confirmed cases of coronavirus but governor Ron DeSantis announced on monday because of the way these polling places are set up that they're going to proceed with the primary and he believes the election can proceed safely in the state of florida so if you're wanting to go out and vote for joe biden or bernie sanders or maybe there's some republican people on a ballot today somewhere in florida you have the right to do that unless again you might want to check before you drive down to your local polling place with all the craziness going on today's world with coronavirus but it looks like you might have actually we might have some actual political talk to get to on the wednesday y'all when we wrap up the tuesday primary day well, we can tell you that Joe Biden's on a roll, and it's now official that he won the state of Washington's primary after they kept voting for several days after they voted back on March 10th, and he's been declared the winner of the presidential primary there in the state of Washington after they kept counting votes, and he had a small lead over Bernie Sanders, but in the end, Joe Biden ends up winning, and because he won Washington state, he got five of the six states up for grabs last tuesday on the super tuesday light version and joe biden's quest to become the democratic nominee for the white house seems to be gaining more and more traction well sunday night on cnn joe biden and bernie sanders got together in a very quiet setting there in washington dc as they had a debate no studio audience present but they had a little debate there and the cnn moderators jake tapper and let's see dana bash was also there were there and they had a a pretty good debate and i'm going to let you hear a little bit of that and well you be a judge here here's a little portion of bernie sanders joe biden talking debating if you will on sunday night from cnn i have laid out how i will increase so well, that's benefits. good. I laid that out. I have laid out how I'm going to make okay, sure me, that it is, in fact, paid for. Jake. Go to JoeBiden.com. Look at my exchange with Paul Ryan on his desire to try to privatize and or cut Social Security. Okay. And understand how he manipulated it. No. Act. All right. Joe, let me repeat it again. I want you just to be straight with the American people. I am saying that 
you have been on the floor of the Senate time and time again talking about the need to cut Social Security, Medicare, and veterans programs. Is that true or is that no, not true? No, it's not true. What that is, is not true? That is not true. What is true is, in terms of the negotiations that are taking place, how to deal with the deficit, everything was on the table. I did not support any of those cuts in Social Security or in veterans Whoa, benefits. whoa, whoa. You, you, everything was on the table. All right, you're right. You just said it. Including, in your judgment, cuts to Social Security and veterans. In order to get kinds of changes we need on other okay. things related. Joe, then but you I just... But we did not cut it. I, I know, because people like me helped stop that. But Joe, oh, you just on, contradict... Bernie. Joe, you just contradicted yourself. One Bernie. minute... You, excuse me. One minute you said, I was not on the floor. The next minute you say, oh, no. well, yes, there was a reason why I was worried about the deficit. Maybe that's good reason, maybe it's not. All that I am saying is you were prepared to cut and advocated for the cuts let, of programs. Let, let, let's just so let me, I did not. I never voted to cut social security. Not talking about voting, Joe. That's not I what I said. I never voted. But look, I voted to protect it. I was the, just go look at the debate with Paul Ryan for the vice presidency. Look at what I did. And Bernie, will you acknowledge your campaign took out of context that whole exchange between Paul Ryan. Are you saying PolitiFact is wrong? Are you saying Yeah, well, Post believe me, the Washington Post PolitiFact is wrong a whole lot of times. From the CNN debate held on Sunday evening, about, I think I saw 12 million people tuned in and saw that between Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden, the Democratic frontrunners here, and the two guys that will be battling out today in Florida. And we'll find out how well Joe Biden does if he continues his recent role of moving on to be the Democratic choice for president here in the year 2020. Now, the latest poll averages, thanks to Real Clear Politics, we have those numbers out, of course, coronavirus getting away with some of the polling that's going on. But the RealClearPolitics.com averages to tell you about in terms of the average for Democratic contenders, Joe Biden with a 56.4 polling versus Bernie Sanders, 33.2. Delegate-wise, Biden's accrued almost 900 delegates, and Bernie Sanders is right at around 750. And the election odds going forward here nationally, Joe Biden with a 50.7 edge over Donald Trump if they were to go head-to-head. And in the battleground states of Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Florida, there's a tie in the state of Wisconsin. That's a little bit of a change, as Trump had a pretty commanding lead there as of recent In Pennsylvania, Biden's got a 3.8 percentage lead there. And in Florida, Trump is ahead by 1.3 points there. And all this, again, based on Trump versus Biden. As far as the real clear politics average of Trump versus Bernie Sanders, Sanders has a five-point lead nationwide. And in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Florida, Sanders is leading over Trump in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. Trump has a 4.3 percentage lead in the state of Florida if those two were the guys going up against each other in November. Of course, right now, it looks like Biden's going to emerge as the candidate, but we will find out. And don't forget, as of right now, Alabama is going to have a runoff for their Republican primary as Jeff Sessions and Tommy Tuberville go off against each other in the Alabama Senate runoff on March 31st. And some endorsements have come in. Of course, President Trump endorsed the former Auburn coach Tuberville last week. And now Club for Growth has gone after Tommy Tuberville as well. They've endorsed the coach. But the NRA has endorsed Jeff Sessions over Tommy Tuberville 
in the Alabama Republican Senate runoff. And so a, a lot of things going on between these two. In fact, the Lotus poll that I saw between Jeff Sessions and Tommy Turville shows that they're tied in, a, in the latest poll from the Hill. And it's going to be a fun one, March 31st, to see if Tommy Pinebox Turville pulls off his first win in the political world or if Jeff Sessions has a chance to advance to take on Doug Jones in November and get back his old Senate seat. All that right there in the heart of Dixie. When we come back from our little break here, we're going to switch over from the world of politics to the world of y'all.com. And we're going to help you determine what to plant in your garden this month into April. And that's a very needed break for a lot of us. What's going to be growing out there? Let's go get us some ripe green. No, not not ripe, ripe red tomatoes. We don't want no green tomatoes. We want some ripe garden tomatoes here pretty soon. And you might just have the chance to do that if you follow our advice. That conversation, our green thumb conversation is coming up next. Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lie down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund and give up the best night's sleep i've had since i learned to walk no way you're the only one i want to come home to purple mattress spring into big savings with purple spring sale get a free set of purple sheets and a plush pillow when you purchase a purple hybrid or purple premier mattress when you text offer to 84888 that's keyword o-f-f-e-r to 84888 message and data rates may apply please do not text and drive see purple.com for terms and conditions We are the Y'all Show. We are the show that's presented by Y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the South. And I'm John Rawl, steering this here show. And we want to thank you for listening to us as we broadcast on great stations across Dixie. And also, you can find us at Y'all.com and our Facebook page. Just search for Y'all.com, and we're right there waiting your free gander. We have stuff there that's so darn cool and so informative and the perfect break from being stressed out about this darn virus. For example, if you go there right now to y'all.com, you're going to see Clark Shelton, the editor of y'all.com. He's got a great article, very timely article up. What to plant in March and April. We know that you've planned your garden, but you need to know what to plant and when to plant it. So for this month of March, 
from right now till the end of March, which, by the way, happy St. Patrick's Day. First of all, you need to keep your eye on the weather, okay? This has nothing to do with coronavirus. Keep your eye on the weather. That's more important when it comes to your garden. So here are some helpful ideas for planting here in the month of March. Celery. If the ground's workable, you can get the seeds in the ground right now. If not, you need to start the seeds indoors first. You also can plant carrots right now. March is a wonderful month to plant carrots. You got to make sure they have plenty of sun and water, though. And some places, finding the sun is a pretty hard, hard task. Green beans. Oh, we love some green beans here in the south. And because they're a vine plant, they take up less room. So you can plant in March green beans right now. Chives. They're perennial, so you might want to get those in a planter on the patio if you have a patio. They will bloom purple flowers, and they're easily maintained, according to Clark there with y'all.com. Also, a choice for you here in the month of March to plant beets and broccoli. Both love the little bit cooler weather we've got right now in some portions of Dixie, so you better get them going right now before it starts to be 120 degrees outside. Parsley is another good option. Also, lettuce. It's the perfect crop for cooler weather which it thrives in, of course. And then don't forget about peas. Cooler weather, also a good choice for planting peas. And if you have to wait till April to get your garden going or whatever way you get some fresh produce going for your family, you can start seeds inside April for sunflowers, wildflowers, tomatoes, those tomatoes we told you about that you just can't wait to go out and harvest and then get you a good BLT in the month of June June or July. Nothing spells the summer like a good BLT with some Duke's mayonnaise. Also, you have squash and melons that could be planted, kale, cauliflower, and radishes all in the month of April. And all these tips you can find on the homepage of y'all.com right now thanks to clark shelton for sharing that with us now again we're telling you this partly to get your mind off coronavirus and one way to get your mind off coronavirus is not only to go to y'all.com but we've got a a really cool story up right now 10 live streams to escape the coronavirus so yeah instead of sitting around looking at the wall or the ceiling or looking at cnn for the 10th hour say the same exact thing usually bashing Trump or cutting it on to Fox. And they say the same thing, praising Donald Trump for 10 hours straight. Just go to y'all.com, darn it, and check out these live streams that help get your mind off the virus. One live stream, for example, you can sit there, click the button and watch Earth from Space, courtesy of NASA's live stream. Also, there is a bald eagle that you can watch, courtesy of Explore.org. Also, the Mississippi River Flyway Cam. If you like duck hunting, they've got a live cam of the Mississippi River, and you can see all the little birdies going up and down the Mississippi River. How about that? There, if you want a good laugh, go to the Times Square live stream at y'all.com. Although it's not too exciting these these days. If you like trains, how about this one? You can watch the junction of the Santa Fe Railroad in Kansas City, Missouri, 24 hours a day. <laughs> All right there. Hey, if you want to get to the coast of Florida right now, although it's not the best place to go because restaurants are closed, but Deerfield Beach has a live cam and you can sit there and pretend you're on the Emerald Coast of Florida. And don't forget about North Carolina. The Outer Banks, a live stream. I'm going to go ahead and push this right now. I'm going to push this and live vicariously on the Outer Banks for just a second. Oh, that's not too pretty of a picture right there. Maybe maybe a little bit of rain there in the Outer Banks of North Carolina right this second. But, but you know what? 
I've got the stream here. I can just keep clicking on it and maybe it'll brighten up soon and it'll, if nothing else, get our darn mind off this coronavirus. And those are just some of the fun stories up at y'all.com to get us through this funk that's going on right now. Live streams to get us away from the coronavirus to what to plant here in this month of March if you want to go out in the garden. Also, we've got a list of providers that are offering free Wi-Fi for the next 60 days. And that story are up right now at y'all.com. Plus, we have, of course, at y'all.com. Each every, every each and every episode of the Y'all Show with this guy talking to you right now, Johnny Boy. And that's all free of charge, ready for you. Well, that will put a wrap on this first hour of today's show. We've got hour number two coming up. We've got a quick look at some sporting news. We've got information about NASCAR cancellations. The Kentucky Derby is going to get held back for a couple of months. So we'll let you know about all that. And also, we've got later in hour two, college baseball information, courtesy of our college baseball insider, Matt Hermans. Also, Matt Hermans will put on his barbecue hat and give us some ideas about what to cook in the midst of a food shortage, which is what some of us are having right now as a result of the coronavirus outbreak. All that is coming in the next hour, and it's absolutely free, and it's coming your way next. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. And another hour of the show that covers everything Southern is on the air. Hello, I'm John, and we are the Y'all Show. 803-816-1170 is the way you can reach us 24 hours a day, seven days a week with questions, comments, suggestions, criticism, praise. We, We take it all. And we're glad that you could carve out some of your time in the midst of this pandemic to listen and be a part of the show that's all about the South. Coming up in just a few minutes, Matt Hermans, our barrister, will be on. College baseball, along with most every sport, was kind of put on hold last week. And we know that the College World Series in Omaha will not happen. And that's a real shame. But we'll talk to Matt about all these college athletes, what 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 if any they can do before the school year's officially wrapped up here. There's still that outside chance that there's some baseball to be played. We'll talk to him about that. Also, Matt Hermans is our barbecue barrister. And because of the COVID-19 
going on around the country and around the world there's some some real problems in some areas right here in the south especially when it comes to getting toilet paper but also getting food items i had a problem finding bread this week i told you about that in hour number one and some of you might have had an issue getting some main types of meat for example Matt Hermans is going to talk about the coronavirus and food, and that's coming up later this hour. You don't want to miss out on that discussion. Our website, y'all.com. Our Facebook page, y'all.com on Facebook. Starting this hour, though, we'll have what we call here on the St. Patrick's Day edition, which all you Irish out there, happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Sorry about all of you in Savannah, Georgia. That's always like the best place to go in the South for St. Patty's Day. That parade canceled that whole deal because of the outbreak. A a rough deal. Perhaps maybe we can, let's see if St. Patrick's Day is supposed to be March 17th. Let's advance six months. Let's go ahead right now on today's y'all show and declare that September 17th, we're going to have St. Patrick's Day be celebrated in Savannah, Georgia. That, does that i mean what day of the week i need to get my calendar out here september 17th we already know in fact i'm going to tell you that come september 5th labor day weekend you need to go ahead and mark that day because that's going to be unless things change that's going to be this year's kentucky derby as this race schedule for may 2nd officials have now postponed it to september 5th and we hope it happens september 5th the kentucky derby is when it's going to be this year because of the outbreak of the coronavirus so that's saturday may 5th i said let's have st patty's day on the 17th of september that's a thursday so and savannah georgia does not have a major college there that's going to have football games going on that will fill up hotel rooms so we're going to go ahead and make an official y'all mandate that come september 17th through let's say the 20th that whole weekend everybody get to savannah georgia and paint the town green in celebration of saint patrick's day does it sound like a good day to you and and that ought to be that that's the way it's going to be but unfortunately as i said saint patty's day going on today a lot of you not so festive in your celebration and a lot of you were looking forward to may 2nd a day you get dressed up dressed to the nines got your seersucker on for the kentucky derby you're gonna have to push that back to september 5th as the race being postponed according to officials there at churchill downs now the world of nascar also suspending races as it's going to be well into may before nascar gets up and going again as right now the series plans to return to racing at martinsville in virginia on may 9th as they say that they intend to hold all 36 races this season with future rescheduling soon to be determined as they monitor the situation of coronavirus. That a statement from NASCAR, but I know they were supposed to race in Atlanta and they also were supposed to race at Talladega pretty soon, as well as Homestead and all of those races right now are being pushed back and not necessarily scheduled at this point. But it looks like NASCAR is at least making an effort to have all their races somehow get worked into the calendar. Don't know how they're going to be able to pull that off. But I know in East Alabama every year, racing there at Talladega is a huge, huge moneymaker. And let's make sure that happens sooner than later, of course. East Alabama and Talladega and Anniston, very lucky. They still have two NASCAR races a year. A lot of great southern towns from Wilkesboro and let's see rockingham they lost their races altogether. and then sure uh, let's see uh, darlington only has one race at labor day each year 
and it used to have two races and some other places lost races altogether when nascar got too too uptown and took away southern tracks and gave them to yankees darn it we don't like that well one guy that's been calling the south home for a few years now marcus mariota appears he's just inked the deal with the las vegas raiders as he's essentially being uh, relocated out of nashville he'll no longer be a tennessee titan as it looks like he's going to go to vegas and be number two qb on the depth chart behind Derek carr as it was just announced on sunday ryan Tannehill, who came in in a backup role in 2019 for the titans had signed a big deal with the titans i think around 119 million if i'm not mistaken and so he was the clear starter there for the titans and a team that led by Tannehill got to the playoffs last year and came within a whisker of going to the Super Bowl but Marcus Mariota of course the Heisman Trophy winner out of Oregon in five seasons with the Titans he totaled 13,207 passing yards 76 touchdowns but threw 44 interceptions and had a strong presence there in the locker room in Nashville but unfortunately the Titans just didn't win enough, and they gave the role to this kind of renegade quarterback, or I should say vagabond quarterback, who had been Tannehill with the Dolphins and really didn't catch on too well down there in South Florida. But boy, did such a great job leading the Titans to the AFC Championship game in 2019 and now has firm control. Unfortunately for Titans fans, with the signing of Tannehill, likely that you're not going to see Tom Brady suiting up in the Columbia Blue and Navy of nashville's nfl franchise here in 2020 now more coronavirus fallout we'll tell you now about major league baseball as mlb just announced because of the virus they pushed their start date well into may at the earliest so major league baseball which was supposed to start this year at the earliest time that they'd ever had i think it was march 27th maybe was the day that they had set aside to be the opening day for 2020 and now major league baseball says it's going to be about an eight week time period that they're going to have their starting day happen as the all-star games is actually set for dodger stadium july 14th that could be in jeopardy right now but it's going to be several more weeks before they even have major league baseball begin mid-may is what rob manfred the commissioner announced this week and so if you like baseball, you're going to have to wait a lot longer than you expected as we all get through this darn coronavirus. And finally, to the world of college basketball, it appears the Sanford Bulldogs out of the Southern Conference have parted ways with their head basketball coach, a Kentucky Wildcat legend in Scott Paget, as he was in charge of the Birmingham-based school for six years, leading their basketball team as he was never above the sixth place in the standings of the SOCON, he led Sanford to 20 wins in the 2016-2017 year, went to the CIT tournament. But this year, Sanford lost 15 of its final 17 games. I think their only two wins were against the Citadel Bulldogs, which finished 0-18 in the SOCON. And he evidently is going to be out of his job as the head basketball coach of Sanford University in the Birmingham area. Scott Paget played at Kentucky in the late 90s. He won a national championship for the Cats back in 98 and won first-team All-SEC honors in the 1999 season. He spent eight seasons in the NBA, but had been for the last several years coach of the Samford Bulldogs, but evidently now out of a job as SU, Sam, not Stan, 
out of the head coach there of the SoCon's Sanford Bulldogs. And that is Sportsland Yap, a little bit of everything here to get your St. Patty's Day going. When we come back, we got a lot of stuff coming from Matt Herman's, our barrister of baseball, college baseball to be exact, also the barrister of barbecue and cooking and coronavirus cooking. He's going to talk about all those subjects when we return after this short time out. This is the Y'all Show. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. <sighs> For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lie down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. Spring into big savings with Purple Spring Sale. Get a free set of purple sheets and a plush pillow when you purchase a purple hybrid or purple premier mattress. When you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Here are three things about Vistaprint business cards. Which do you think is true? One, our business cards are now edible. Two, our business cards now come with sound effects. Three, our business cards now ship for free. Yep, it's three. All Vistaprint business cards now ship free. And that goes for any style and quantity. You pick the style, the shape, and the paper. The result is a card you're proud to hand out. So visit Vistaprint.com for free shipping on all business cards in any style and any quantity. Just use promo code 1000. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1000. the y'all show talk with a southern accent great to have you on board yes the y'all show is gonna keep on going until further notice no matter what the federal government says and at this point we have our barbecue barrister join us this week and matt hermans is kind enough to join us here on the y'all show matt since we last spoke to you which 
golly, it's been like a thousand years ago. It was, oh, about a week ago you and I had a conversation here on the Y'all Show. And let's just kind of go back in time. Since last week, Matt Hearman's, we've seen the cancellation, at least it looks like, of co- college baseball, which is one of the things we had you on here to talk about college baseball. What do you think about that? Yeah, um, it's kind of, I guess the best way to sum it up is is – the last time we talked, I felt like we were living in a different uh, different world there. So, um, yeah. yeah, disappointing for sure. But I think it's one of those um, – it's one of those things where, you know, the, the professional leagues start canceling and then everybody starts canceling and things start closing. And then, you know, the way our society works with, you know, 24-7 news chatter and social media, it, then it becomes – well, why do you want college kids to die? You know, it's like some, but something has to happen or else you want everybody to die. So then everybody has to, has to close down. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad decision, but I uh, figured once, once the health and safety aspect got tossed in there, I figured uh, nobody wants to be the league that, uh, that encourages, uh, you know, killing its players. So, um, <laughs> you know, to, to be a little bit over the top. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. And, uh, but, you know, hopefully it does keep people from gathering and hopefully keeps, keeps the spread of the virus, uh, you know, down. And, uh, but yeah, we're no more college baseball for the rest of the year. It's a little bit surreal, I'd say. Now, that is not totally the case, Matt Hermans. That's probably going to be the case, but there are a few leagues out there who have not officially said that their year is done. They're going to make a decision a couple of weeks from now. Yeah, that's true, and I think the ACC is one of those. Mm-hmm. So um, it's probably a smart decision. I've heard you know both sides of it. Basically, if you cancel it for good, then nobody's going to be trying to get together to practice and you know, try to get an edge and stuff like that. But, you know, it's like, you never really know this thing goes, what the lifeline time frame is going to be on it. I would imagine that I uh, probably don't see another baseball game the rest of the year, but tapping the brakes and saying, Hey, maybe we can salvage a, you know, a, a couple conference series or maybe even a conference tournament and do a, do something else down the line. It's not a bad decision. Of course, if just two leagues play, then uh, <laughs> you got a pretty great ch- uh, chance of a national championship, don't you? So, well, um, the the different variables include, we know that Omaha has been canceled, so you can't have a so-called national championship here in 2020. Yeah, you'd have to have it, have it declared, you know, like the old AP days, right? Yeah. So is it better to have no season at all or give some leagues at least a chance to win a conference championship? I mean, I you know, I love – I love the sport. Uh, so, and I think conference championships are extremely important, particularly because, you know, when you go into the tournament, they can't take the conference championship away from you. I've always kind of felt that way. Uh, but, and, you know, it's really not dependent on playing. Once you hit, once you get past the non-conference schedule, it's really not dependent on anything else. You just enter conference play. So, you know, it's worth just as much as it would be in a, in a different season. But yeah, I don't think, I don't think any of that's going to happen. I don't think any of the, you know, what do they, what do they call it? I try to avoid the news, honestly, but, um, social distancing. Yeah, exactly. SD, yeah. the old SD. Get, it'll get you every yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. The old S, the old SD. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I don't think that's going to, I wouldn't bet on that happening, but, uh, yeah. 
Well, we know that in addition to your role as our college baseball insider, and this is certainly something to be determined what happens with some of the leagues of college baseball going forward, you also are our barbecue barrister. We're going to have you weigh in on food and what to do during this whole coronavirus outbreak in our next segment, Matt Hermans. But we call you the barrister for a reason. You are a real-life barrister when you're not working here on the Y'all Show. So from a legal standpoint, is that why you're seeing a lot of this stuff happen, both the sports leagues shutting down and schools shutting down and more? Well, I think there's two different reasons for that. I, you know, part of it, I think, is is legal. Sure, you don't want to incur any type of um, you know, it's, it's funny. Could you sue, sue somebody for a virus? Um, it's interesting. Uh, it's an interesting thought. You tell me barrister, yeah. can you? Yeah. No, well, I mean, you can, you can literally file a lawsuit for anything. It doesn't mean it's going to go anywhere, but you literally can and, and allege negligence, especially if everybody else is doing it. So like I said before, it's kind of a momentum thing. Well, these leagues thought it was prudent to do this and you didn't. So you're, you're being negligent, blah, blah, blah. Sure. I'm sure that's out there somewhere. Um, and I think that's probably part of it. I think the other side is just, you know, the, um, the pressure of just social opinion and media coverage is, you know, not to get too philosophical, but it's, it's more, it's even more powerful than threat of litigation at this point in this country, I would say. So, um, like I said before, kind of jokingly, um, but not, not, not really a joke. I mean, do you want, do you want multiple media outlets and social media influencers starting to ask why the insert league here uh, doesn't care about its players' health? And, you know, uh, you know, why does X sports league want to kill people with the coronavirus? Answer that question. It's that kind of stuff, you know, that gets rolling um, throughout society. And then, you know, social pressure is a huge deal. I mean, you can, it can ruin people and ruin leagues and ruin businesses and ruin everything. So I'd say part of it's legal and part of it is simply just kind of the, um, yeah, the kind of social credit system that we kind of have going with, uh, with the way our society is set up. So yeah, I don't want to get too deep and philosophical, but yeah, the legal side sure is out there somewhere, right? We're talking to our philosophical expert, Matt Hermans, our baseball slash barbecue barrister, although right now I'm not sure how much barristering of baseball and barbecue you can actually do. The whole world, it looks like, shutting down. Yeah, I've got uh, some, you know, day job stuff that I'll be doing from home over the phone and, um, we'll see how that happens. Not everything's shut down. Um, there's a lot of, some courts have been shut down and across the country and i'd say a lot of them have but not all of them have so uh but but there is a you know the, the work from home if possible scenario is uh, probably a good thing uh at least in this scenario so that's what i'm going to be doing so i'm going to spend a lot of time at the house i think a lot of people are going to be spending a lot of time at the house not watching college baseball or the nba or anything else on on sports wise so it's kind of a um kind of an interesting time in the um in the country history sort of right now i mean people a lot of the stuff you take for granted as far as entertainment venues are are not shut down so that gives you an opportunity to you know kick it old school if you want to put it that way and try to uh do some things that maybe folks would have done uh prior to all this electronic um entertainment you know 
Well, one of the things, Matt Hermans, that people could have done in the past and now because of the corona outbreak ought to be doing for sure is listening and watching the Y'all Show with John Rawl and our special gather insider. Around yeah, gather, gather around the radio. Family. Exactly. Gather family around your little wooden radio on the nightstand there and, uh, and enjoy for little sure. Fireside chat. Thanks to our barbecue barrister, Matt Hermans. We've got to talk about that fireside chat. This this is an opportunity, perhaps. We've got to put a positive spin on it, y'all. This may be an opportunity for the whole world to kind of slow down, realize what's important. Let's try to keep our lives at the at the forefront, of course, but also value those who may have a problem with the coronavirus. We're going to lose some people. We know that. But let's keep that number down as much as we possibly can. But assuming we come out of this like we hope we do on the other side, and this was this was definitely an inconvenience, but not exactly the plague, then we can all maybe have a little reset here and realize what's important. And one of the things we try to do each and every day here on the Y'all Show is showcase how important this part of the country is, the South. And that's why we have our barbecue barrister, Matt Hermans on, and our college baseball barrister, whether college baseball is currently being played or not. Before we go to a break, I do have to ask you, based on what you've seen on social media, Matt, do you know if most of the college baseball teams have essentially disbanded? Are they still having some kind of informal practice going on while they're trying to figure out what's going on? No, no, there's no activities from what I can tell. Just, you know, kind of going by the recommendations of uh, staying out of groups. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, what is, uh, you know, what is a college baseball team but a big group of mm-hmm. people, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't see anything happening during this time frame. And I don't think, I don't think any athletic directors or coaches are going to, going to try to do that at all, at least for now. So, no. Okay. Our report on college baseball, a little sports news from, Matt Hermans. We've got a whole nother segment coming up with Matt Hermans after the break. Make sure you stay tuned because when we come back, we're going to have him talk about grilling and what to do now that some of us are being quarantined. What can we do if you're going to be stuck in the house for 14 days from a eating standpoint? All that is coming up in our final segment of this Tuesday Y'all Show with John Rawl and Matt Hermans. Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lie down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. Spring into big savings with Purple Spring Sale. Get a free set of purple sheets and a plush pillow when you purchase a purple hybrid or purple premier mattress. When you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) 
For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS Rite Aid and Walgreens. Use as directed. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. We got 24 tall boys on the chill. Yeah, 14 of them's mine. A little Marshall Tucker on the radio. You know, we just catch a little groove before the show. We ain't playing nothing slow at the parking lot party. A tailgate bug just a sipping on suds ain't ever too early. To light one up, fill up your cup, cause I ain't no party like And we are back on The Y'all Show. I'm John Rawl, and I'm joined here on this segment of The Y'all Show as we close up a Tuesday edition by our barbecue barrister, Matt Hermans. And we're talking a little Q and more coronavirus, certainly on everybody's mind this week and the whole world paying attention to what's going on with that as the death count, sadly, increases. But we still have to eat. And Matt Hermans, as we bring you on here in a segment that I had hoped we'd never have to talk about, quarantine coronavirus and food what say you sir well this is interesting we're keeping it positive here on the on the y'all show and i'm gonna roll with that theme as well so as everybody knows uh and everybody who's been to a store probably everywhere across our our region here the pickings are slim right so uh this this is Again, kind of sticking with the positive theme here, this is kind of goes along with the spirit of Southern barbecue, uh, to be completely honest. And here, here's why. Um, you know, we don't, we don't need to dive into a huge barbecue history lesson at this point in time, but that's kind of what barbecue, that's where barbecue came from. You know, there were people who, uh, who were given tough, what you would call cheap pieces of meat, maybe not the most tender cuts, big cuts, you know, um, cuts now that we would, we would obviously think of as no brainer barbecue. It's delicious, but a hundred and, you know, a couple hundred years ago, uh, not, not the prime, not the prime, not the filet, not the ribeye steak, but, uh, the bigger pieces of the butt, the shoulder, rib cage, tough stuff like that. And folks decided, uh, that they were going to make that delicious, which uh, is kind of where it comes from. They cook indirectly, which means um, low temperature and slowly for a long period of time with smoke. Uh, and that is that makes um, 
that makes these cuts tender. It makes them what we know now, smoky, tender, and delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, low and slow, indirect cooking. That's where it came from. So when you go to the store, and I can I have a little bit of uh, experience here this last week myself. You may see stuff on the shelves. If there is meat on the shelves, you may see things that you're just like, what in the world is that? I don't know what that is. And um, <laughs> it's probably what... Probably what the early barbecuers uh, in our wonderful region thought about, you know, a pork shoulder and probably said, what in the heck is this other piece of meat and what in the world am I going to do with it? You know, what am I going to do? So there's the adventure. You know, we are uh, Southerners and we have that type of ingenuity in our blood. What can we smoke and make delicious? And by goodness, you know, we can probably do it. I had a, an experience this last week and I've, we've talked about the things I like to cook and I like to cook the things most pit masters like to cook pork, butt, pork shoulder, ribs, spare ribs, uh, brisket, um, pork belly, stuff like that. You know, really, really, yes, cheap and, and what you would call kind of trash cuts 200 years ago, but now these are barbecue cuts, but I had the opportunity. My wife went to the store and I said, listen, just get something big. You know, I can put it on the smoker and we can eat off of it for quite a while, put it in the freezer and put it in, put it on sandwiches and put it in tortillas and put it in eggs and do all kinds of stuff with it. Right. So, uh, but of course, none of the, none of the prime kind of go-to barbecue cuts were there. It's all cleaned out. So she got something called a spinalis roast. And it is a piece of the pig that I'd never even heard of before. Uh, and I've heard a lot of pieces of the pig, but I've never heard of this, this type of meat. So, uh, but it was a good size roast and, uh, seasoned it up, um, cooked it the way I know to do it. And I ended up slicing it thin and it has been, it has been one of the tastier pieces of meat I've cooked for a while. So, you know, the, the moral of the story here is, you know, you just sometimes you got to do you got to make do with what you got and um kind of like uh kind of like our ancestors of the past have done um and you know in less in leaner times right in, in times that were less fat and happy so we're kind of doing that a little bit right now but uh, you can still do it you can still do it you can still take the spirit of the barbecue and you can um make do with what you got and uh a lot of times it's going to be delicious. My experience was cooking some piece of meat that I had never, never even heard of. So, you know, in the spirit of Southern barbecue and the history and the tradition of it, um, you know, you might not have your normal stuff at the store, but I, I guarantee you put a little elbow grease into it. You can make it good. Well, most of our ancestors survived Sherman's March in the Civil War. We survived two world wars. We've survived other problems here in 9-11 and such. Yeah, yellow fever, outbreaks, and all kinds of stuff. Spanish flu of 1918. We'll Uh get through this, but I don't think we've ever had to get through something called social distancing before. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Right. Yeah. So we, that's, that's another interesting concept because social distancing is something that is kind of, it wouldn't have even been thought of in, in the 19th century American South. I mean, you had, you had, you had cities, right? You had some cities that were of uh, relatively decent size compared to the cities now. Absolutely not. I mean, uh, you talk about the urbanization that's happened uh, where people are just on top of each other all the time, millions of people. That would have been unheard of 150 years ago. Uh, so 
you know, the idea of social distancing would be like, well, yeah, I've got my neighbors a couple acres away. So, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Or even if you lived in a, in a smaller town, there's the population density would have been so, so low uh, that it's just incomprehensible compared to what it is now in a place like, you know, Atlanta with 6 million people or something. So, um, yeah, totally, you know, new problems, right? New uh, population growth, new problems, more people, more problems, put it that <laughs> way. <laughs> but yeah, so that's something that, uh, that I think maybe our, our Southern forebears would have been like, what are you talking about social distancing? I mean, like we have to work hard to come together in at events because we are distant. So anyway, yeah, no, yeah, different, different time, different challenges, but, uh, you know, I'm probably easier where we live than say, you know, in New York city or Boston or Los Angeles. Right. So most of us, um, still have more space than, than other parts of the country, I would say. And Matt, I don't know about where you are or how woke you are, but uh, uh, up until about three days ago, I had never heard of the term social distancing. Well, I don't, I don't think. I mean, had had any had anyone? I mean, I, don't, I would say you you would have to be woke, uh, you know, like exponentially, like squared to <laughs> even have an idea. You would have to be so far ahead of the next woke curve coming down the pike that you're like you're so edgy that you're, you're about to fall off the edge there. So I don't, yeah, I never heard of it either, but uh, I guess it just means uh, stay away from groups, you know? Well, I find that hard to believe. I mean, does that mean we're not going to have sporting events in the more anymore? No more concerts, no more going to the theater. I mean, hopefully this will pass over very soon and we won't be thinking about this much longer, but for right now, it's a big friggin' inconvenience. And that's why, from a food standpoint, it's also a big honking inconvenience. As you said, you went to the grocery store. You had a hard time finding some stuff. I had a hard time at my grocery store. At least I found most everything but bread. No bread. That's hard to do. Well, time to go keto, John. (laughs) (laughs) So I did find a couple of cans of chicken meat, like the canned chicken. So that's going to get me through if, if I have to quarantine for a couple of days. But it it's not the happiest of times for most of the south and matt we live in a part of the region here in the south where let's be honest most americans aren't quite like matt hearman's our barbecue barrister they go out to eat they depend on others to cook for them so how in the world overnight are we going to convince people not to go to restaurants and not to go to drive-thrus and survive with whatever they got in their kitchen cabinet which probably is pretty pretty empty yeah well um so i i'm surprised i love to go out and eat too i like to um you know you've we've we've talked about going to um to local establishments and small businesses and restaurants in your area i like to do that i love to go out to eat and uh, spend time with my wife and now my my little baby who likes to scream but still it's fun i like doing it um particularly for like local owned establishments i enjoy that as well but i think uh you know hey it's it may be a good time to kind of uh, try to put uh, put some of those kitchen skills back to work um or learn you know if you've got a cookbook laying around i mean a lot of these a lot of the stuff you have in the cabinet and uh we we uh the way we go is we always keep a pretty light cabinet so uh, we usually buy stuff 
uh, on a weekly basis and use it up and then go back to the store. I don't like having food wasting in the fridge or in the, in the cabinet. It's just kind of the way we do it. But um, there is stuff. Everybody's got some stuff, some grains or rice or, you know, an old sack of grits somewhere in the pack cabinet that hadn't been used for a long time. You'd be surprised at what type of what type of meals and things you can come up with. Some of these big old recipes, if you've got an old recipe book, they're pretty simple. You got a little bacon or a little piece of meat or even a little bit of chicken broth and some rice. Uh, you can put something together and, uh, you know, it may not be fine dining, uh, but probably to, to somebody during the depression, they may say, Hey, there's nothing wrong with this. Right. So yeah, it's kind of perspective that we have. And I, Lord knows I am part of that perspective too. I love going out to eat and doing that stuff, but we, uh, you know, our shopping list did not go. It was not a dream list. So, uh, but we just kind of like you did. You got some canned chicken meat. I got some random cuts of meat that I've never used before, but we got it and we're going to be able to eat it. And, uh, you know, hopefully not 12 months from now. I may, I may be, you know, I may be a lot thinner than I am now, put it that way. But, uh, <laughs> there's, there's, there's stuff you can do. There's, there is, um, you know, get in the kitchen, take a look around, you know, for those, for folks out there who don't cook, a lot of people don't, you know, Hey, you know, you, we, this may be the time to learn. You got no other choice, right? That's the silver lining. It's either eat or be eaten. Yeah. Right. It's like, man, I mean, you can try to order, uh, you know, order food delivery, but I'm not sure that's going to happen anytime soon. So yeah, maybe time to, uh, to try to develop a little bit of bare bones cooking skills, you know? Very well put. We're talking with Matt Hermans right now. This is the Y'all Show. I'm John Rawl, and Matt Hermans, his interview that you're watching and listening to right now is part of y'all.com. You can log on. We're not going to be quarantining the website. You can go there and find great information 24-7. Also, some great recipes to get you through this tough time across the nation and world, and, of course, the South as we deal with COVID-19 Matt Hermans, I want to ask you, here in the South, we have kind of a penchant for eating more than we're supposed to, and I, I know you're not a, a MD, although you ought to be. You're, you're our main dude. You are our MD, but one thing we have to remind ourselves, especially when there is the chance that your favorite food items might not be down at the local grocery store and Amazon Prime's not going to be bringing it to you in the next two to three days you might realize you don't have to eat quite so much. So, uh, again, you're not an MD. I don't even think you're officially a nutritionist, but you're our favorite food guy here on the Y'all Show. Remind us how much you kind of have to eat just to be able to get through this tough time. Yeah, yeah. So um, that is, uh, that's you know, the the, uh, the silver line. Again, we're, we're staying positive here. So Staying positive. Yeah, so, you know, if you need to drop a few pounds, you know, I know, Certainly we all could, or a lot of us could, not all of us. I'm sure that all the ladies out there listening are exactly where they want to be. So uh, that's fine. But, um, you know, it's, um, you know, if you're putting stuff together, you've never eaten before. If you're eating a bunch of chicken broth and rice, or if you're eating uh, spam and, uh, you know, eggs or something like that, that you're not your favorite deal. You know, the good news is you may not want to eat a whole heck of a lot of it, right? You may just want to, you know, you may want to have enough to where your your stomach stops growling and then you, you kind of move on to uh, to whatever else you're doing. So, you know, the motivation to have that, uh, you know, that third 
uh, fried chicken thigh, which happens to be my best, my favorite piece of <laughs> chicken. Uh, you know, you may be able to give that the old, you know, give that craving the old stiff arm because uh, you may not want that third scoop of um, chicken broth and rice <laughs> or, uh, you know, uh, grits with no milk and no cheese. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, again, silver linings. You may have something that'll fill your belly, but you just, you know, you don't feel like having seconds. So, uh, who knows? It may drop a few pounds. It may slim down and uh, tighten the belt loop a little bit. So, you don't really need that much. You really, I think a grown uh, man, I think, needs about 2,500 calories to maintain uh, an average weight throughout the day. And I think a woman needs about 2,000 calories. So, that's a lot less than probably most of us eat. And uh, I think you'd be surprised. I certainly have been surprised when I started counting things up to trim down a little bit thinking, wow, boy, that's not a whole lot. So, um, or at least you can blow right past that, you know, pretty easily. So, but again, when the pickings are slim and you're, you're reaching in the way back of the pantry, uh, you may go ahead and forego that, uh, and <laughs> second helping <laughs> so maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll be a slimmer and trimmer region and then you know when this is over the fun part is putting it back on right so there you go i i know i know here on the y'all show that we have a little bit of laugh you have to have a little bit of levity here with all this stuff going on so i have to have a good laugh when you talk about losing weight matt Herman's maybe as a result of this whole coronavirus outbreak there's only been two times in this old boy's history that i actually paid money to join some kind of exercise place and i recently did that in january i've been successfully on a routine and eh, maybe instead of four days a week i get there twice a week but i, I i'm running and eating better and i think i think it's noticeable I, i'm rather proud of myself and all of a sudden here comes this coronavirus so i, I don't I'm, I'm checking my facebook feed every day to see if my gym's even open i'm assuming it's going to close pretty soon like most gyms right um, well, it's probably, probably true. Although I, I know, I know a lot of these businesses are going to try to do everything they can to stay open because somebody owns them and somebody against trying to continue to, to make a living through it. I would imagine my guess, again, I'm not, I don't have a crystal ball. My guess would be that they're going to, a place like a gym would start to maybe have different times to try to kind of cut down on groups. So maybe, you know, come come in the morning with two hours and we have another 20 people come the next couple hours that's one way to do it um i've kind of heard of some gyms doing that in shifts to try to keep okay. social distancing down and you know basically bleaching everything after use so i would imagine they'll try to keep it open but yeah that's some bad luck man that's some bad luck but guess what uh whatever you got in your fridge you probably don't want to eat it so you're gonna keep losing losing weight well the point i was trying to make is okay so i just joined a gym a few months ago and here comes coronavirus that's interrupting my routine the last time i actually paid to join a gym was september of 2001 and i'm gonna tell you what uh if if the reason this thing uh, kicked off is because you joined a gym and you're just not supposed to join a gym i mean i don't know that's pretty that's that's a sign buddy let me tell you the 2000 i had an appointment with a trainer september 11 2001 and i showed up and they said oh it's canceled don't don't worry about it i never went i never went back <laughs> you're over too yeah oh my goodness yeah so maybe you get a home gym next time after this thing passes I maybe you just so. uh, maybe you just buy stuff and put it in your garage you mentioned you have a little one there at the house, and I want to ask, I'm sure 
I'm sure you've done a lot of the research yourself, but I would have to guess maybe the the wifey probably has out trumped you on researching the baby and coronavirus. What have you discovered? I'm not sure if y'all are breastfeeding or not, but if let's assume you're not breastfeeding, what about this coronavirus when it comes to kids? What have you discovered? Well, we are. Um, yeah, so um, she's about five and a half months old and still doing the still doing the natural meals um, that way. But uh, I don't know. There's you're right. Uh, my wife has done a lot more. Um, <laughs> I was giving you research. opportunity. She's got a lot done a lot more research than I have um, on it. I tend to just say, well, you know, let's just do everything we can, and I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna try to avoid the the gloom that, that continues to roll across the computer screen and stuff like that. But, um, so what I understand is young and old are the most, uh, susceptible at least to the serious outcomes. Um, but I hadn't heard of a lot of really young kids. Now that doesn't mean, you know, they have some type of immunity. I just haven't heard of a lot of really young kids. I heard of a three-year-old, which is very, very young, uh, who my, who, who has it somewhere. Uh, but I don't know what that's from. I, I would imagine it's probably because these uh, really young kids, babies are not, they're not going to social events. They're not shaking hands. They're not going to work. You know, they're not going to places like the Houston Livestock Show on Rodeo, which is like ground zero for a bunch of these cases here and uh, close to me. But um, so that's what I would imagine the cost for it. So she's not going anywhere. Daycare is closed. Uh, so she's got a, nice little combo package of uh, mom going to work and then dad staying home and then dad going to work and mom staying home. And it's tough to swing, especially for folks, you know, who do have to have two jobs to, it's just kind of the way the world is now. So, uh, but we're swinging it so far. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's not going out and doing anything. Um, not going in public, not going in any stores or anything like that. And that's probably the best we can do. A lot of hand washing, a lot of, uh, stuff like that but there, i mean there's only so much uh only so much you can do we're just doing the common sense stuff so. well as you said you're going it looks like a la natural right now for a five-month-old but there's a lot of people who depend on formula and things like that and i'm sure there's some some challenges right now with all that at the grocery stores as people is. are hoarding there is. there is and you know there are believe it or not there are online uh, little groups of people and who knows how these hold up you know it's one thing to have a cute little online group in uh, good times i'm not sure how that hold up in, in rough times but there are little groups of moms in different areas um that will share things and share even share milk and stuff mm-hmm. like that um so those could come in handy or uh you know they could dissolve based on people wanting to keep all their stuff to themselves but uh there are still some and i think some are still functioning you know if you need some here then you got some here if you need some here kind of barter and trade so i guess we are kind of going back uh you know kind of going back 150 years in a couple different ways right throwback time across the south across the nation across the world and everybody do the smart thing and protect what you got and we'll all get back together real soon. In the case of getting back with Matt Hermans, we're going to do that next week right here on the Y'all Show. And you and yours have a great week getting through this. Matt Hermans, our barrister, and thank you for coming on today's Y'all Show. Yeah, I'm happy to be there, and hopefully everybody does great. And you know, keep your keep your head and keep as much of your hospitality as you can, and uh, we'll we'll get through it.
We will get through it. Well, that will wrap up our Y'all Show today. Thank y'all very much for tuning in on Great Stations and on YouTube and y'all.com. We'll be back with you on Wednesday with country music news, whatever there is of it, and a little ACC news, whatever there is of that, and what else is going on with the COVID-19 outbreak. John Rawl signing off. Thank you for listening and watching Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed.